Hey moms, welcome to my devotional, Grace for a Mom's Heart. In the weeks ahead, I will be reading from my devotional, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. Each devotional is less than 10 minutes long. I'll start by reading a short scripture passage and then share some thoughts from my own heart as written in my devotional. I'll ask some questions to help you dig deeper, and then I'll end in prayer. Printed copies of these devotionals, of this devotional, are available on Amazon for just $8.99. The title of today's devotional is called The Heart of Homeschooling. Our passage for today comes from Isaiah 44, verses 9 to 23. How foolish are those who manufacture idols. These prized objects are really worthless. The people who worship idols don't know this, so they are all put to shame. Who but a fool would make his own God an idol that cannot help him one bit? All who worship idols will be disgraced, along with all these craftsmen, mere humans who claim they can make a God. They may all stand together, but they will stand in terror and shame. The blacksmith stands at his forge to make a sharp tool, pounding and shaping it with all his might. His work makes him hungry and weak, makes him thirsty and faint. Then the woodcarver measures a block of wood and draws a pattern on it. He works with chisel and plane and carves it into a human figure. He gives it human beauty and puts it in a little shrine. He cuts down cedars. He selects the cypress and the oak. He plants the pine in the forest to be nourished by the rain. Then he uses part of the wood to make a fire. With it, he warms himself and bakes his bread. Then, yes, it's true, he takes the rest of it and makes himself a god to worship. He makes an idol and bows down in front of it. He burns part of the tree to roast his meat and to keep himself warm. He says, ah, that fire feels good. Then he takes what's left and makes his God a carved idol. He falls down in front of it, worshiping and praying to it. Rescue me, he says. You are my God. Such stupidity and ignorance. Their eyes are closed and they cannot see. Their minds are shut and they cannot think. The person who made the idol never stops to reflect. Why, it's just a block of wood. I burned half of it for heat and used it to bake my bread and roast my meat. How can the rest of it be a god? Should I bow down to worship a piece of wood? The poor, deluded fool feeds on ashes. He trusts something that can't help him at all. Yet he cannot bring himself to ask, is this idol that I'm holding in my hand a lie? Pay attention, O Jacob, for you are my servant, O Israel. I, the Lord, made you, and I will not forget you. I have swept away your sins like a cloud. I have scattered your offenses like the morning mist. O return to me, for I have paid the price to set you free. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done this wondrous thing. Shout for joy, O depths of the earth. Break into song, O mountains and forests and every tree. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and is glorified in Israel. As we begin to catch a better glimpse of the wisdom God reveals in his word, it becomes painfully obvious that his wisdom looks very different than the wisdom of the world. He even calls worldly wisdom foolishness. 
In today's scripture passage, Isaiah went into detail about how ridiculous it is to worship idols. Verse after verse, he described how the craftsman created an idol with the same wood he used to warm himself and bake his bread on. It's easy to see how absurd the man's actions are. But if we're not careful, we can find ourselves doing something similar with our children's education. For example, our educational system tells us that our children are not intelligent if they don't pass a standardized test. Every child is given an identical test, though in countless ways, one child is not like the other. And if we rely on this test alone, our children can be categorized, labeled, and quite possibly sent a direction that will do them more harm than good. This kind of testing doesn't work, yet many homeschooling parents put their hope in that test. They use it as a yardstick to measure their quote-unquote success in homeschooling. I realize that we may need our kids to take this test in order to abide by the laws in our states, but I'm talking about an issue of the heart. Are we compromising what God is leading us to do in our homeschooling journey so we don't feel like quote-unquote failures when those test results come in? Read Isaiah 44.20 again. It's the conclusion to the long description of the idol worshiper. Here's what it says. The poor, deluded fool feeds on ashes. He trusts something that can't help him at all. Yet he cannot bring himself to ask, is this idol that I'm holding in my hand a lie? We need to ask ourselves and God if what we are holding on to so tightly is a lie. God redeemed us from the lies that weigh us down, which means we can change if we want to. Isaiah continued, Pay attention, O Jacob, for you are my servant, O Israel. I, the Lord, made you, and I will not forget you. I have swept away your sins like a cloud. I have scattered your offenses like the morning mist. Oh, return to me, for I have paid the price to set you free. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done this wondrous thing. Shout for joy, O depths of the earth. Break into song, O mountains and forests and every tree, for the Lord has redeemed Jacob and is glorified in Israel. So take a minute to jot down or reflect on what God is saying to your heart. And then jot down what your heart is saying to God, or just spend some time pouring your heart out to Him. Here are a couple of questions for you to meditate on as well. Are there any quote-unquote idols that you need to give up when it comes to homeschooling? Ask God to give you wisdom to know how to quote, abide by the law, unquote, but not lose His heart for your homeschooling days. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you again for your word that reveals the truth to us, Lord. Thank you that it is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. God, it gives us wisdom to discern between what is true and what is not. And Lord, we see here so clearly in Isaiah 44 what foolishness it is to bow down to idols and yet in our own hearts without even realizing it, sometimes we're tempted to do the same thing. And Father, specifically today, we want to pray over our kids' education that we would not bow down to the idols that the world 
has created when it comes to our kids' education. God, help us to remember that our first priority as a parent is to disciple our children. And when we're walking in obedience to that, Lord, you're not going to fail to help us to educate our children and to give them what they need in terms of math and language arts and science and history as well, because you're a faithful God. So Lord, help us to trust you fully. Help us not to lean on our own understanding. Help us to remember you and to walk in the freedom that you have given us. In Jesus' name, amen.